Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and we're back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Mr. Al? What's going on, Claudia? Mm. Drinking the tea, because we be giving the tea, especially last <laughs> night. And our special guest co-host for the week, Armand Wiggins. What's up, Armand? It's giving What's... very much Aaliyah back and forth. Yes, yes. I'm feeling very Ali. I'm feeling very Moto Jacket vibes today. I'm happy to be here. You know, it's always a good day when we can, you know, banter and spill some tea. So I'm excited. Yesterday was a great show. Ready to have another one. Okay. Are y'all drinking? Or do I even need to bother even ask you, Ron? Because you've been really... No. Oh, you're, you're on your cleanse. So, Al, Al what, once again, it's about that... What about that third C? It's always someone trying to go through a cleanse or online. I know, you. right? Like, we got to do better. We got to do better oh, yeah. with choosing those people over there. Make it also like the heathens of the show, which is crazy. <laughs> All right. I'm so not Al drinking, though. I'm not drinking. I just actually got to where I'm filming today, so I, I didn't even have a chance to grab a beer or anything. So it's a dry one for me, too, Claudia. What city mm. are you in? I'm in Washington, D.C. Oh, you're working out there, doing yes. some more stuff? Okay, yeah. good. Well, I'm, I'm sure doing DC. I'm doing Fox Five tomorrow. They have me hosting Celebrity Dish, and then I'm doing the Line Hour. Then I have to leave there, and I go teach at Bowie State. You know, I love teaching at my historically black universities. And after that, I come back here and I do the show. Yes. Back to back to back to back to back to back. We're gonna have to do vacation soon. Like I think we have something coming up soon. I I need a break. I'm tired. I am too, Claudia. Like seriously. <laughs> And we can't be tired talking about these tied celebrities. We have to have our energy. So let's get into these topics. Cam Newton was involved in a viral fight during a youth football game in Atlanta. Now it's been reported that two men who were fighting Cam Newton were football coaches. It's unclear what caused the altercation. Now, the two men who were involved in the fight with Cam Newton spoke out. They apologized for the youth and their parents for what took place and said the fight transpired as a result of trash talk on cam newton's and uh, what do y'all think about this but i do want to say point out one thing y'all seen the video right yes yes yo that hat ain't coming off for nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, what is, is, it, is it sewed in it might be part of the hair so it's like look, it's <laughs> damn what is the t on the hat al what do you think um you know this was really to me this was very disturbing and and shocking and scary all at the same time see I, you know i i work with the youth these are young kids to me cam newton is considered a role model but you know the the two of them talked he, the, the if you watch the interview with the gentleman he said they talk junk back and forth to each other all the time but cam crossed the line when he put his hands on his brother and that's what caused the brawl so i just want to say this first cam you're way too um prominent you you're worth way too much money you are a role model to these kids in this league and you can and should do better number one kids don't fight anymore you got to understand that cam it's not like the old days kids don't fight anymore they shoot and that was one of the things that i was concerned about that this could have led to something or escalated to something worse than just a little bit of a scuffle um i understand that he doesn't want people to think that he's you know no punk or anything like that and that he always handles his but i think there's a better way to do it than this 
I don't care if little kids think I'm soft or not. Yes, I am. And I'll sue you. I'm not fighting nobody at my big age. Armand, what do you think about this? You're younger than us. We, we made that very clear yesterday. What do you think about this? <laughs> I still think, I think, I think this is really ghetto though. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like fighting and doing this, is it's, it's really ghetto. And I feel like if Cam Newton, if you felt some type of way, I think a lot of times people with money and celebrity, they think they can talk to you any kind of way. They think they can put their hands on you and people won't react. Just because you have fame, fortune, and access does not mean that you can treat people any kind of way. You know, now granted, he did whoop everybody, but still, you got to keep your hands to yourselves and everybody. And it's a lot of ego with these celebrities and these rich people. And I just think that it's a little bit unfair. So it, it was ghetto, very ghetto. What were they arguing about online? You know? I think they're just talking trash. That you know, obviously, they talking trash about him not being a great quarterback because you know he's on. He's like could be considered on the on the downfall or on, you know, not as great as he used to be. Um, and, you know, all of that that surrounds his abilities and who he is. And I think something probably hit a chord. But he's got to remember, Cam, you're the one that's worth almost $100 million. You're the one that has so much to lose. I think it would have been best for me. Either you need to start traveling with security. Maybe this is a chance for you to take a look at your security detail. Travel with security or get a little tougher skin because you have to walk away from situations, especially with people that have nothing to lose compared to you. I wonder what was it that put him over the edge? I, I do know that, yes, celebrities can be disrespectful, because but so can fans. Like, we see a lot of people at the games that are just, like, you know, throwing items at players. I wonder what really what, like, started off it. He has a lot to lose, and uh, this is kind of ridiculous. I wish he'd throw the ball the way he was throwing the hands uh, in that fight. Okay. Uh, there must be uh, tension there because someone else who found themselves in a brawl over the weekend was Taylor Swift's father, so, uh, Scott Swift allegedly threw a punch at a photographer while out with his daughter in Sydney, Australia. Now, the photographer did not require medical attention, but police are involved. What the hell's going on, people? Everybody trying to fight. Now, real quick, if you think he's receiving the same uh, reaction as Kanye did for his assault on a photographer, let's go to you first, Armand. What do you think about this? Um, I just think that it's probably really hard when you're the father of Taylor Swift and you're trying to navigate. And, you know, I've seen photos where... She couldn't even walk without an umbrella over her face. You know what I mean? And so her privacy is constantly being like manipulated and compromised. So I think, and you know, his her dad acted like a father would. He's not famous. You know, sometimes my dad gets upset like with people in the comments and wants to get online. And I'm like, dad, you can't do it. You can't respond to people. So I think that her dad just needs to realize like you can't get mad. The paparazzi's gonna do their thing. You can't put your hands on people, but it must be tough. You want to protect your baby girl, you know, at, at all times. So I'm really not mad at the guy because I get it. Um, but I just but Taylor has a lot to lose. So he needs to be careful because you know they're gonna come after her, not him. Exactly. Al, thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you, Armand, on this one. He, he <laughs> The deal is this, he's her father, right? And we talked about on this show, Claudia, where she has one of the heightenest, one of the highest security breaches of all celebrities. They found two strangers in her beds in two separate homes. People are stalking her on a regular, death threats, all of this. And as a parent, I can understand him being gravely concerned. However, she also has one of the best security teams in the business. They were clearly around her and protecting her. He needed to fall back and let them do their job because like Claudia always says, this isn't gonna fall back on dad who's 71. 
one, this is going to fall back on Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift is going to be opened up to liability because of the actions of her dad, which is super sad. But the good thing is here, he they got on their private jet and went and left immediately before any type of police records were even finalized and got back to the States. And if he doesn't get to go back, it's Australia. I don't think he's going to miss it. Um, yeah, again, it sucks when you're the famous one and you have to be, you know, held responsible mm -hmm. for what your family members do. And that's what happens. The headline is going to be Taylor Swift's dad and not his name. And she's like, hi, get in it. You know what I mean? I mean, it is related to her, but we see this happening all the time and that's got to suck. But, all right, moving on, get into the, uh, this Hollywood breakup alert. All right, Princess Love announced her and Ray J's decision to get a divorce. In an Instagram post, she wrote, after much reflection, discussion, and counseling, we've come to the difficult realization that our paths have diverged, and it is in our, the best interest of both of us to part ways. Now, we know this is not the first time or the second time the, council, the couple has announced a split. Are you believing this? Do you think this will be a, a temporary thing, a long-term thing? Armand, what do you think about this? Do you think this is for real this time, or, you know, what do you think? I don't know, because, you know, Ray J has that new network coming out. He's been trying to get these networks out. So this could be, you know, something to try to promote his new Tronics network. But I'll just say this. I'm team Ray J when it comes to the split. Uh, Ray J should have left Princess back in 2019 when she went on Instagram Live and cost him $2 million, exposing him as while she was pregnant, saying he left her there stranded, um, was out talking to bloggers. Um, saying that he was cheating on her, just doing a lot of things on the internet. Granted, maybe those things were true, but I feel like as my wife, as the mother of my child, you don't ever get online and talk to messy bloggers or talk to messy bloggers through friends, or you don't get on Instagram Live and expose me. So Ray J should have known then to leave Princess because, you know, they've been going through this for years. So at this point, I honestly don't care, but... I am team Ray J because I feel like Princess is out of line for that. He should have left her five years ago. You think Princess is out of line to be pregnant and be left in there? <laughs> I know. I it, the because like, it, because come it, on, come it, on. first of all, it wasn't that deep though. She was taken care of. She, she was just whining because he told her, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you get home. He was trying to make it seem like she, like he just left her in a hot stranded small hotel room. She was in luxury in Vegas while he was out gambling. Like, she wasn't in at the Motel 6. Like, let's be very clear. And he was going to pay and make sure she got home, okay? I think she got online and tried to make it bigger than what it was. If that man really just had her out there, out in the middle of Vegas, son, pregnant, nine months pregnant, you know, trying to get home, like, that's a bunch of BS, and I'm not buying it. And she went back, clearly. So the woman didn't wasn't just out there stranded on her hands and knees, you know, looking with her thumb in the air, trying to hitch a ride home. Like, come on, they're they're worth millions and millions of dollars. If you think that was the, if you think that was the setup, then you, you know you're wrong. No, Armand, I, have you ever been pregnant and had your family <laughs> right. leave you? Listen, that is a setup, and I'm not falling for it. Pregnant or not, you you don't get online and expose your husband. You handled that privately, okay? He didn't beat her. It wasn't anything like that. She wasn't in harsh conditions. He should, she should not have taken their family business and talked to bloggers and went online and exposed her husband. Period. You know what? A great way to not get exposed is to not leave your pregnant girlfriend right. or wife behind. I'm going to tell you this, Armand and Al. I was at Vegas on the red carpet working with Ray J. This was a Soul Train Awards. 
and he did leave her and he was also not reachable for days when yes. you're pregnant you are already emotional you don't know when you're going to give birth you're upset you could miscarry you could you could go into labor early she was very they already have had a tumultuous relationship so i'm gonna say this yeah, we can say she was in a suite. We can say all that. But it's nothing more worrisome than the father of your child that you are carrying just goes missing for days and doesn't call you back, doesn't answer you. He blocked her on social media, blocked her on the phone, and just wanted to have fun with the boys. That's Listen, if you want to have fun with the boys, that's fine. I'm mad at you. But maybe don't get someone pregnant before that. I like them both, and I wish they work it out. But I don't know, Armand. I think that's a little insensitive. But, wasn't, but she wasn't by herself, though. Wasn't she like with, with her the mom kids. or something? She has she kids. She was like, she's tired. You can't right. leave. Listen, Armand. If I'm with Kaz, Armand, for some crazy I way, feel like she wasn't you get by me herself. Pregnant, she was right? like with her mom or his mom. She oh, was like with Armand. Armand, you. God, no, Al. I can't. Al, I, Armand, I can't even. I can't even mm. defend you on this one today, brother. You, you simply cannot leave a woman who you love abandoned in any fashion ever, and not call her. Not have she not have access to you, and she's carrying your child. She could be at the Taj Mahal. Um, on that is not cool so i don't know which way you're looking at this and i'm looking knows, at it at the end of the day okay hold on hold on sir hold on 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 he got his little Leah jacket on he trying to go right. he, 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 you, you, <laughs> you still have to understand at the end of the day she also that's her man she knows his sensitivities and she knows how to get a response out of him and she took it to the mat she took it to social media because she know ray j is super concerned about his image and on social media so that she could get a response from him because she's blocked She's he's not returning calls. It's not one hour. It's not eight hours. Days. It's not 24 hours. It's days. Come on, bro. You can't do that. You shouldn't even do that to a friend, more or less to your wife or your fiance and someone who's carrying your child. It's simply unacceptable. Unacceptable. Now, I will say this. I like these two. I think they got beautiful kids. They make a beautiful couple. You know that I'm a sucker for black love. I don't think it's over for them. But what I do want to be over is them bringing this to the chat, to our group chat, and bringing it to the internet. Now, if you said take it off a group chat and take it off the internet because this back and forth is getting old, I totally can support you. But to say that she had no right to do what she did after what was done to her is completely 110% insensitive. And let me tell you why. Because Ray J's parents, who y'all know I love me some Sonya and Willie. Sonya and Willie have been together for what, almost 45 years. They are the example of how to work through marriage, how to respect marriage and Ray J could do a better job of it in his own marriage. Listen. You mean you got no, a not... relationship. No. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, I under you guys are you guys are guiding this way. At the end of the day, all that is could be true, but you still don't go and talk to bloggers about my, uh, your husband. You don't do that. I would never go and talk to a blogger about my relationship. Okay, what if How your you husband blocked you? You had no way to reach him, right? And he's not <laughs> responding and his friends aren't calling you back and you don't know where he is and he's left you no option. What do you do then? Smoke signal, drums, air, <laughs> planes. What do you do? He I left you no I choice. I, I call everybody in the family first. Like everybody in the family first, for sure. Before I go to the internet and talking to bloggers to expose my husband. I'm not talking to no blogger. 
Period. I'm not doing it. Bruh, well, you better move to turn the page. We like you. Keep going, <laughs> Claudia. What was the favorite saying here? Go to the next thing, Claudia. I'm not Go going on. to the next thing. He gonna be scorched after this. Woo, okay, coming up next, we are breaking down Al's outrage and later find out why a woman got fired. Keep it here. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Soulmates in the chat, y'all keeping it popping and lively. I see y'all going in. Can you please hit that like button if you are enjoying the show tonight? Let us know how you feel. Our show soulmates, our very own brand strategist, Al Reynolds, is passionate about carving stories that are placed in the archives of media. And that's why tonight, Mr. Reynolds will be giving us his unfiltered opinion in Where's the Outrage? <laughs> Ooh, you need to get them arms to the gym. All right. It ain't matching the rest of the body in that booty. All right. An investigation is taking place in Georgia after a black man was found hanging from a tree near a popular hiking trail. Now, the man's body is being taken in for an autopsy, and the public is awaiting further information. Al, take it away. Hey, you know I'm going to take it away. I, I don't know, soulmates. Hit, hit me down in the chat here and let me know, did you read this story? And are you just as concerned and upset as me? Like, where is the outrage here? This only happened less than 40 miles away from what we would consider one of America's blackest cities, the black mecca of the mecca of the world, if you really want to talk about it. And it has also happened during Black History Month. And it's one of the most inhumane crimes that you can have against a young man of color, hanging him as if he was back in the Jim Crow era. This to me is absolutely un unacceptable and it's unacceptable on many levels. One, I haven't read about it on many blogs. Two, I haven't seen it on any type of national television. And three, where is the frustration or the outrage from our leaders in the civil rights community. NAACP, why haven't you issued a statement of concern and want this to be investigated immediately? ACLU, where is your voice when it comes to protecting people's civil liberties, especially when it comes to being hung? And last but not least, partners of justice, you're so good at this type of stuff. I just wanna know, are you all just waiting to see what the real issue is? Or why aren't you making this bigger so that we can all be concerned about a 24, a 29-year-old black man being hung in Georgia. Am I the only one except, I mean, when I say am I, is Fox Soul the only media outlet, the only television show that has an interest in the black community that we're concerned over here? If so, let me know so I can continue to cover these stories that the other major outlets don't. To me, this is not only devastating, but it's concerning, not because it was just a hanging, but it was a hanging in 2024. Come on, people, we gotta do better. Come on, soulmates, we gotta make a bigger noise. And are we all gonna be shocked if we find out it's a hate crime and didn't react sooner? These are questions that I want all of us to think about. And these are the exact same questions that should make you just as outraged as me. And uh, to piggyback off you, Al, thanks for that. Um, this ain't the first time. Uh, there was a uh, two that happened in California and nothing happened about that. Uh, Tanya Kelly reminds us and said, uh, this happened twice I here in California, two years in a row. I remember they tried to say, oh, he hung himself. Really? That's what we do. Um, and then Kita Mian, Mian says, and this ain't the first time this has happened in the past two years there again. 
And Landon Turner said, it'd be crazy if we find out a black person did it to him. That might be why the NAACP is quiet. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Uh, what do you think, Armand? Uh, I agree with Al. I agree with uh, 100%. I just, the idea of a person hanging is just, to me, that I, like people still being hung in 2024 is just crazy to me. It just makes me cringe and it makes him sad a little bit, you know, no matter what the, the, the case is, whether, you know, he was hung by someone or hung himself or whatever. It's just people that's still happening, you know, at this time is, is really alarming. So we definitely should be talking about that a lot more because I didn't know about it either. So, yeah, it definitely should be publicized a whole lot more than it is. Claudia, are you talking about those two cases in California that happened? You know, one of our soulmates mentioned it right here. Tanya mm -hmm. Kelly said happened twice out here in California, two years mm -hmm. in a row. How scary is that? Am I the only one that's just like no. devastated? It's crazy. It's so scary, especially being down here in the South. I'm really tripping. I'm like, oh, is that what we doing now? We bringing that back? We running this playback? And it seems like, uh, you know, it's not getting the coverage it should. That should be national news every single night because... I Yo, if y'all don't think that these people ain't trying to run it back to the 1800s, they are. Right. The hands made tail with the women and you can't control your own body. And now with black people hanging from trees, it's giving 18 and 1700s. That's what's but giving. You, but you know, when black stories, I always find it funny, like black stories like this, they never really make the news. Like had that been like a like a white girl or a white guy, that would have been national news. Yeah. But when it's yeah. black people, these stuff, this kind of stuff goes under the radar all the time. And we're like, and then you'll hear about like some white girl, like, you know, somewhere else, something else happened. And it'll be like, yeah, some white girl missing. And that's like the world has stopped and it's on every major news platform. It's, it's just crazy to me. We're still talking know. about John Benet Ramsey, the little pageant girl, was 20, 30 years ago. And this is happening to black people two years in a row in certain places, which is nuts. Uh, yeah, we will continue to highlight these stories like these and uh, stories like this and not let uh, our foots off their necks. All right, in lighter news, Russell Wilson opened up about raising children with Sierra. He said, you've got to love every single child as if they're yours. Do you think it's hard for step-parents to gain respect from their spouse's children and former partners? Al, what do you think? Absolutely. Like I was telling you before, I follow this blogger. Her name is Naja Hall out of New York, and she teaches you how to be or teach people how to bring blended, bring two separate families together, blended families with step parents. I really recommend anybody that's going through this to check out her blog. And also, if you're dating someone who has children, I would say check out her blog. I don't think Russell, we all know we love Russell and we know Russell has stepped up in, in um, big little futures like Life and doing an amazing job. So, you know, what is what is he saying? He's not saying anything that should should not be said by anybody that's taking another child into their family and into their home. All right, Armand, what do you think? Um, I actually love this. Love, 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 love this a lot because I come from a blended family from I have a stepdad and a stepmom, and it was really, really hard. I was actually traumatized for a very long time because of that, to the point where I didn't even want kids because I feel like relationships don't really last, you know, and I would hate to bring a kid into a blended family because I never want a blended family just because of my experience, because I find it harder um, for the step parent to really love the kid as their own. You know, I always feel like they end up wanting to have their own kid with the family and somehow push the other, you know, the step kid out. So that was kind of my experience growing up kind of on both sides, you know. And so, you know, for him to for me to see him step up as a man and be the father figure to baby future. I think that that's so dope because a lot of us didn't have that opportunity growing up. And I wish I had that opportunity to bond with my step parents in the way that I did versus like 
living through complete hell and then having to grow up, deal with those traumas and just kind of like, let's move on from there. You know what I mean? So I, I love this for them. I think that this is phenomenal. I love that Russell Wilson is showing black men that it's okay to like love out loud like this. And he doesn't seem to try to be the cool dude, which I love, which Future I think still is worried about what the homies think. He's giving very immature vibes to me, my personal opinion. Um, I, I hate that Russell gets a lot of hate. It seems like from other dysfunctional men uh, that think he's corny or that he's soft. I'll take a man like that than a man that is running through making baby mamas all over the world and just not even being in their lives like that. I'll take that any day of the week. And I think we're just so used to dysfunction that when we see someone behaving in a way that we should all aspire to be like, it's almost like shocking when it really should be the opposite way around. You know, I, I hope to see more couples like this. And Russell, you're doing a fantastic job making that baby feel loved and not like he's an outside baby or a step anything. He's his son. Uh, well, he treats him as his son, and I like that. All right, y'all, Don Lemon, hey, Don, is uh, making losing your job look a pretty damn good. CNN is set to pay Don Lemon $24.5 million for the split from the network. What are your thoughts on... Ooh, look at Al smiling. Al, you like that one, Al? Go you ahead, might not be as tight, though. <laughs> Go ahead, you know Al. What? You know what? I, I like to see this. I don't like to see his demise like that because, you know, Don Lemon spoke in spaces on CNN that have not been spoken in in the 15 years or the 17 years that he was there. And we're going to miss that about him. But look what karma does. And karma is real. CNN hasn't been the same since Don Lemon has left and Chris Cuomo, if you want my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. And I love that when he first left he on his first interview, he said, listen, guys, I have a responsibility to tell the truth. He also said, I'm not into platforming liars and bigots and insurrectionists. That lets you know that he has been wrestling with CNN in the direction of their programming for a while. And then it just come to a head. And I'll tell you what, if I didn't like him more than I do, it was because of this now, because Don Lemon is standing for something instead of falling for the hucky muck or whatever the saying is, like the rest of these anchors do in order to keep their jobs. I like that he stood strong. And because he stood strong and then back down, they now have to pay him $24 million. Cha-ching, CNN. That's right. Armand, what do you think about this? Al, I feel like you summarized that beautifully. I agree. It hasn't been the same since Cuomo or Don Lemon has left. And I just think that this is the test to showing that good. This is the karma. that He deserves that payout. And I'm happy for him. Sit, You can sit down with your $24 million and live your life, baby. So I'm here for it. I feel like it's well-deserved. He put in the time and he was an advocate for the people. And I, and I love that. So I think it's well-deserved. So shout out to Don Lemon. First of all, CNN really showed their ass how they dealt with Chris Cuomo and then especially Don Lemon. Don Lemon was the star of your entire network. He made CNN and politics fun. He made he was he had shade, he had fun, he had entertainment, the perfect mix of entertainment and politics, almost where if you didn't care about politics, you would tune in to see the chemistry and the funny interviews. He has so many classic moments on his show. Now, it's really telling of CNN how when they got their Republican uh, uh, right-wing new owner, multi-billionaire, that is owning CNN right now, uh, that the way that Don Lemon was taken out was because he called to carpet Vivek Ramaswamy, who was a failed Republican nominee who got murdered in the polls, who was complete trash. All he did was irritate people, be obnoxious, and be so far of Donald Trump's taint that, like, 
it was just like, I'm surprised Donald didn't be like, oh my God, that hurts because that's how far up his ass he was. But the new owner of CNN, you know, he's pretending to be a liberal leaning uh, network, but really it's a, a lot of right wing tactics here at play. When you're black, uh, your, your, your anchor gets a little too feisty with so much mm -hmm. you're rocking with. Yes. You, you bring up something else and you get him out of there when he was really a voice that really galvanized, galvanized people. And it's right. funny because in the beginning, well, not the beginning, years ago, I remember black people would come for Chris, I mean, come for um, Don Lemon and say, he's not black enough, he's not this. And now I gotta give Don Lemon credit. Not only did he adjust, he turned up the heat on their asses and he mm -hmm. had his show that I felt it really resonated with black people. And by the end of his time at CNN, that was the must see TV uh, show of CNN. And they have not recovered since, like Al said, CNN is complete trash, except for the two sisters that are on the show right now on the network right now. But other than that, boring, been there, done that. I'll be over at MSNBC until CNN gets it together and gets some black faces, more of them back on the network. Go ahead, Armand, what are you gonna and say? Can we just add to the fact that they tried to make it seem like they want to call a meeting with him and he didn't show up to the meeting. And so that's what actually ha happened. He wasn't just let go through his agent. I just feel like you calling a meeting with me because I walked off of a controversial interview because a guy was trying to downplay, you know, black a black experience. I just feel like we, he already knew what was coming with that. Even if he didn't show up to the meeting, it was BS in the first place. So I just feel like CNN, they were trying to clean house for whatever way. They started they with Cuomo. Then they demoted um, Don Lemon to a, a daytime, right? Wasn't he at night? Morning show. Morning, morning show, show, you know, and made him a part of an made ensemble. Him an ensemble. Yeah, when he had his own show, which was, that's all he needed. And so he already knew the games that were right. being played there at the network in the first place. So at that point, I don't need to take your meeting. I already know what this is. is. And you're not about to chastise me for this guy making these, you know, kind of racial remarks or making uncomfortable statements regarding black people. And I'm sitting on this platform. I don't like it. And it, it, and it shouldn't be acceptable. And black people shouldn't have to deal with those things we shouldn't have to sit down and just take stuff like that because we're platformed you know what i, I mean sense. so that's the problem i have with it I Should sent Don Lemon a DM because we do follow each other on Twitter. Hey, Don, I will be sending this clip. We still going to hang out when I come to New York. Um, uh, Byron Allen, if you are watching, go ahead and give Don Lemon that contract. Make him the face of your uh, of, of news and pol of politics on your network. You got the bread. Put our brother back on television and, and he needs to be there. I loved Don Lemon's commentary and so did a lot of soulmates. Uh, Zakira Hartman said Don Lemon deserves it. And uh, Carolyn Jones said Don Lemon couldn't handle that drink. Oh, yeah, he was funny when he got tipsy. And uh, our yeah, dog said, me. what'd you say? Reminds me of me. <laughs> yes, you light-skinned brothers be off that dark. Y'all be walling out. <laughs> I'll just get to acting up. Soon that I stop twitching, it's just a wrap. Uh, our dog said, I'm pretty sure he hired the lawyer that Megyn Kelly had when she got fired from uh, NBC. Well, that was Fox, I believe. And Yaya502 said, I like Don, but he started thinking he had leverage like them people and they turned on him. Hmm. Right. Well, he did have a powerful voice on CNN and we will rock with him when he shows up on another network, if he chooses to do so. You know, I mean, he, he paid. All right, coming up next, find out why a woman was fired. And later, Dr. Umar discusses black parents and oh, I know he got some words for us because he'd be going in. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, listen, you know, we are the plug when it comes to helping to make your life a little bit easier. And that's why we're going to talk about earning. Now, life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should the payday 
The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Listen, this is a great app to have if an unexpected emergency comes up. If you're a pet owner like I am, you know, I love Shelly and Six. You know, the vets be trying to take all your bread when you go in there and try to get services for your animals. And they know you're going to pay it. So listen, you might want to just get a little advance on your money and, and, and use something like earning because it's really helpful. Al, what do you think? I think it's amazing. Listen, I, I wish they had it back when my mother used to have to write me pre-post-dated checks. This would be great for parents when kids come home from school and have an unexpected athletic um, um, expense or have like you have to take pictures and you have to pay. You can use earn in to get that money so that child can still have those opportunities and you pay it back once you get paid. That's right. It's amazing to have when you need it. Now make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, you know, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Now, when you download the app, the Earning app, type in T, T-E-A, under podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's T under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, local location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS. For details, Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Listen, take advantage of this. It is there to help your life get a whole lot easier. Promotional considerations furnished by Earning. All right, y'all, let's get back to these topics. Someone who could use a cash advance, shady, is this woman who was <laughs> recently fired from her job. Take a look at this clip explaining why. Fired me because I wore a Birkin bag to work. She's like, that's not the type of image that we want to promote at this company. I don't get it. Make it make sense. Did me? Because it's just not making sense. Like, it's not clicking up in the head. I got a lawsuit coming. I got a lawsuit coming. Because I've never been late, never been absent. Baby girl got a lawsuit coming. <laughs> Honey, you need a lawyer. Make it make sense that you driving that car wearing those clothes, looking like that, but carrying a Birkin. You got to get your, you got to get your. She got to get her, uh, she got to get her priorities. Priorities. I'm hoping, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this is not true, but I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm just going to go with that. It is true. That, that does happen though, for real. And Claudia, you know, this happens when we're on the job. Unfortunately, as people of color, we can't look too good. We can't wear too good of clothes and we can't drive too good of cars and can't live in too good of homes because our colleagues get very jealous of us and they do feel like like, hey, if I have the ability to release you, to make your life hard or create some type of contention, they will do it. I, I have, this has happened to me before. I've had colleagues tell me, and my mentor has also told me, never tell people where you live, never let them see your car, and always don't dress too nice on the job because people start counting your dollars. Now, the flip side of this is, even though I know she feels like she was wrongly term terminated, and I want all my soulmates to know this, 
you can only bring a wrongful termination claim if there are no other employment statutes apply. And everyone needs to know that just because you got released doesn't mean you have a case and it was wrong or they shouldn't didn't have a reason to doesn't mean that you always have a lawsuit. All right. Armand, what do you think? Listen, all that is great, but this don't apply to that because this ain't real. She did that on TikTok to go viral, child. In my opinion, if you got Birkin money, you ain't going to work. Okay, I, you just not you're not going to that kind of work where you can get fired because you really got some real pull. In my opinion, if you got a fifty thousand dollar bag, hundred thousand dollar bag, you ain't you you're the boss at that point in whatever you're doing, or you or you dating the boss, you're not getting fired. Okay, and you're definitely not riding around looking like that. All right, it's in the de <laughs> it's in the details for me, so you don't need to be glammed up all the time. It's in the incidentals. And the details wasn't detailing. It didn't get Birkin nowhere. It didn't get Birkin in, in, in face, looks, uh, personality, job, car. It's not giving Birkin energy. It's giving she went down to the alley and was stunting on her job. And they told her, listen, we don't need all that energy here. You come in here trying to show out too much and you're focused on the wrong things. And she got in trouble and got fired. That's what it is. Her, her priorities wasn't right. She was focused on uh, stunting for the gram and for TikTok and she wasn't doing her job. <laughs> so she got she said fired. She was never late. She's never late. Never been written up. She's she's you know good reviews. What person would get online and, and and announce something like that? If you got Birkin bag money, you don't have time for stuff like this. This is petty. I don't. First of all, firing someone because they had a broken bag at work is one of the most ridiculous, stupid things I've ever heard in my life. Now, whether it's fake and they were annoyed and maybe she was talking about it so much, because I do have a friend that does have bread and she do be using a fake broken bag mixing with her real ones. And I'd be like, shut the hell up. Nobody cares. I don't. I'm not a purse girl. I would never in my life. I don't care how much money I make. You will never see me in any bag that's 50, 30, I don't even want a 20 or $10,000 bag. It ain't, that ain't it for me. Put some money on some real estate for me. Put some money on these payments for this house. Get some renovations for me. I, I feel like a lot of girls out here are using this Birkin bag thing as a status thing. Meanwhile, your, your, your credit's in shambles. Your nails ain't done. You got a side tooth that's missing. Mm. You know, your, your, your credit is in the, in the 500s. Not saying she has this, but I'm just saying, get the priorities together. Um, you should have a Birkin when you don't have to work anymore, when you're retired or someone bought it right. for you or you're a $50,000 bag. You should be making like that should be for someone that has like a hundred million dollars in my in my <laughs> math. That's my math. That's you're not math. riding around like that. No, no, no. I, I, so, I would I would never do that. We're going to say, Al? oh, no, 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 no. You guys go ahead. I was just going to read some comments. I'll wait. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. All right. So Murphy L said. Um, I've never heard of that type of hating in my life. Uh, I thought looking good at work was the goal, the main place to floss. No, sweetheart. I don't know where you work. Depending on where you work, maybe. Um, Tazia03 said, you are so correct. The folks be jealous and hating on the job. And then Nola Girl said, it could have been a gift or maybe she had a lawsuit and got a bag. Okay, Nola Girl, you just trying to help her out. And Patrick Thornton said, lost your job over a fake bag but you know it is dumb to get fired over that and i, I really would like to know if there was something more to it because it doesn't really make sense like you know what i'm saying it, so this might be one of those fake tiktok stories because why would you fight get fired over a bag you know what i mean like why would you get fired over unless you were obnoxious about the bag unless exactly you going in there like this with the bag sitting it on the table <laughs> and talking and talking oh i got a bargain you're not doing your job maybe That's so why yeah you'll get fired
You're not doing your job. You're busy telling people you got a Birkin instead of clocking in and doing your job. Type on that computer for here to go, whatever you need to do. You know, you want original or crispy, do your job. I, I'd be embarrassed going to work where I have to clock in with the $50,000 bag, just like I'd be embarrassed <laughs> to pull up in a Ferrari in the projects. Like, you got to get that living together. But I, again, I don't know if this is real or not. Uh, hopefully it's not, but she shouldn't get fired over a fake broken bag or a real one. It could have been a gift. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, all the girls in Atlanta got those broken bags. All right. Keep it locked because coming up next, Dr. Umar shares thoughts on black parenting. And later, Lyrica Anderson shares some relationship advice. We'll get into that when we get back. Welcome back to TGF. Oh my God, I'm just looking in the comments and, you know, we teased the Dr. Umar story and I was just trying to find the person that, the soulmate that said this. They are, oh, Christine R says, Dr. Umar looked like he got that angry D. <laughs> she kind of has a point though, don't she? All right, we're going to get into that in a second. All right, uh, welcome back. A Massachusetts high school girls basketball team had to forfeit a game after a transgender player on the other team allegedly injured three of their players. The team chose to forfeit the game out of fear that more players would get injured. Do you think it's fair to have transgender players on women's teams? Who wants to go first? Go I'll ahead, go first. Al. Oh, sure. <laughs> you guys know that on this show, we are huge uh, supporters of the transgender community. Um, we we approach topics like this very seriously. And I, I continue to believe that we will continue to do that. But I, I just am begging everyone at this point Please, 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 please create a different league or something until we figure this out. And let me tell you why. Because if you continue to allow this and, and, and stories like this continue to percolate, it licenses it license individuals unnecessarily to create transphobic rhetoric around the topic. And we're trying to get to a solution that's not hurting anyone. If you continue this way, you're continuing to hurt people. Does that make sense? It's creating a bigger divide between the trans and non-trans, and we're trying to close that divide. So let's create a, a, an atmosphere that is mutually uh, respectful, right? Instead of being transphobic. And if we keep creating environments like this where these kids are playing and hurting the you know natural born women it's only going to nurture and and create and foster transphobia and ignorance and that's not cool please 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 someone find a better solution in this county school systems please come together create some type of league or something until we can figure out a better solution all right armand what do you think you know, I, I love when you what you said about um, until we can figure it out, you know, because I think it's important to acknowledge that, you know, transgender people don't want to be isolated into separate bathrooms, separate leagues. If they identify as male or female, they want to be amongst, you know, male or female. But I think the word until um, is very important because, like you said, all this does with causing injury and all these different things, all this does is contribute to more homophobic and transphobia. But I think a good solution is, you know, you know, test these people, the transgender people, if you're going to go on these teams, you need to go through a, 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 like a physical exam. You cannot have this, you can't have some of the same like masculine, you know, hormones or testosterone as 
a man. Like you have to be more feminine. You have to be softer. And I do believe all transgendered women, for sure, they're not as strong and powerful as, you know, men are. So I think they get a lot of flack for being considered, you know, strong as their birth. Like they're not really like built like that all the time. They're, a lot of these people, a lot of the trans community, they take a lot of hormone blockers. They take a lot of things to soften them up. So I think they should be tested and they should go through physical and they need to pass a certain level before they're, you know, able to get on these teams with, you know, cisgender women. I, that's Claudia, how, that's what Claudia, I Claudia, you're a pretty tough cookie. When you saw that, when you saw that young lady being slung to the ground and hurt, this is what, what, what type of feeling did that create in you? It looks horrible. It looks like two people that are not in the same league, not on the same page, should not be fighting against or playing against each other. I'm sorry. Sometimes we got to say stuff that hurts some people's feelings, and we all get it. We've all been at the the receiving end of this. Sometimes you can't have everything you that you want. We're not there. I'm sorry. As a woman, this, this bothers me. And I'm allowed to say that. And guess what? There will be people that are going to be offended and say, you know, I shouldn't feel ostracized. I shouldn't feel separated. But 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 also is the solution to just keep whooping natural born girls' asses? Because this is getting very common. We've reported on this several times. And Armand, to your point, they do have, in some regards, I think in college or definitely on the Olympic level, um, they do have like, you know, these thresholds of they've got to have a low certain number of their, their testosterone number has to be lower. But that doesn't account for people like the swimmer that waited till what 23, 24 years old, had the all the advantages of training as a man, the the wider wingspan the stronger bones, the bigger lung capacity. There's all these other things that hormones just won't take away that are 100% advantages why men are physically stronger. If there's a man that's 5'8", and I'm 5'8", and 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 he took hormones, he, he probably gets the whip my ass. Like, y'all are just built stronger, fast switch muscles. Y'all have more, the, like, there's so many things. And I do think we just need to have a league for transgender people. I get not wanting to feel like you're not amongst your peers, but if you really want to be honest, guys, we've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. These girls are really not your physical peers. They're not. You, there is a different mm-hmm. category that, that is emerging. And we are sitting, we are lying to ourselves to say, well, because you identify as, and and mm-hmm. and I didn't have a choice of what I identify as. I was born and I'm I'm a girl. That's it. Now y'all might get mad at me. I don't care. I really don't care. And y'all know my love for my friends and my transgender people. And you gotta stop taking every kind of critical thinking or any kind of conversation or any debate as hatred. It is not hatred. I'm trying to find a solution that makes you feel comfortable, but at, not at the expense of of women, girls that are just trying to get their shine and their sport as well. They're getting their asses whipped, bones broken and injured because I gotta say it, the transgender athletes, not all, like you said, Armand, you're right, but enough have been showing way stronger and way more um, power, you know? I don't know. We're trying to- No, I I agree, I agree. And I do think it's something to say that you, you don't want women, real women to feel like they're being removed. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, you know, women should have something to call their own. Biological women should be able to feel like, hey, this is our sport and we're competing at our level. So I get it. That's why I liked when Al said, until we can figure this out, it should be separated because we don't want the idea to be like, you know, transgenders or men are replacing women because we cannot do that either. You know what I mean? So I agree with you guys for sure.
All right. You know what? I'd love to spend more time on this, and I'm sure this will come up again because it seems like it's in the news a lot, but we will continue this conversation at a later time. Uh, before we take a break, let's check out this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Kicking off a new era in the NFL is the league's history-making Black officials. With a whistle around their necks and a yellow flag in their hands, these trailblazers are tackling diversity one play at a time. Four of these referees attended HBCU colleges, Norfolk State University, Florida A&M, Howard University, and Paul Quinn College. This historical moment comes 54 years after the first black referee, Burl Toler, was introduced in 1965. Today, 36 of the NFL's 122 officials are African-Americans. On any given Sunday, fans can witness history as these black men and women referees make calls on the football field. There has to be a time where the first stops and it becomes normal for people of all cultures and people of color to be in leadership positions. And I, I guess that's where a lot of that comes from in me, knowing that it doesn't just stop with me. If I do well, that creates more opportunities for others. These history-making referees behind the stripes are an example of black excellence and progress towards diversity in American professional sports. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, proudly presented by Nissan. Experience a whole new thrill of driving. All right, Al, give me a, a thought on this. One sentence, we're gonna get to break. Come on, Nissan. I love that you guys are teaching us and keeping us informed on black excellence across the board. All right, Armand. I feel like every time I come do this show, I'm learning something new about black excellence. So I, so I love it. It's very nostalgic. So. All right. We absolutely love it. And uh, it's been great to see these facts and to share them with our soulmates because I think we need more of this out there. So thank you so much. We appreciate having the ability to share this with you all. All right, coming up, Lyrica Anderson uh, gives some relationship advice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, check out this clip of Lyrica Anderson's relationship advice. PNF. Oh. PAE. It is not. Like, it's not enough to like hold your relationship together you have to have some sort of you know substance um real emotional and spiritual connection real love real like you need a man and a woman with integrity otherwise like <clears throat> that's not enough you getting cheated on all right Armand, it's me and you right here right now do you agree with lyrica what did she say is not enough I don't know. I was hoping you knew. Yeah, I didn't even really get to. I, I'm assuming she. It was like maybe like sex wasn't enough. I'm just assuming. Like I don't. I don't know. I just feel like I don't know what. Uh, she yeah, sex enough. wasn't enough. I feel like um, that's probably true. Uh, you're going to have to have a. But sex is very important in a relationship. But I think that you're going to have to have communication for sure. And then you're going to have to have. You know, you might need to be open to expanding, and exploring a lot of people don't like to do that but that's what keeps marriages going i hear are you talking about bringing other people into the mix i'm getting a very absolutely three-way vibe with oh, you hell. absolutely sometimes you might need to do three or four what that's yes. called poly 
here and there. You don't have to be with them. But yeah, why not? That's called wearing that whole out. That's yeah. a lot of action. <laughs> There's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, at some point, maybe you can try to explore and try different things in the bedroom, try different things with your husband. After, you know, a significant amount of time being in a relationship, things get redundant. So sometimes you need to go and branch out. You are so young. I'm you not, are so young. I like listen. it, though. I like it, though. Listen, we're going to put a pin in this. Yeah, we, we need to bring this back. Okay. We're going to talk about relationships for Friday show. We're going to have more relationship talk. We're going to get into right. a couple of relationships. All right. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Armand Wiggins for joining me tonight. <laughs> Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Souls Face Off. We will see you back in a We're going to talk sex at the end this weekend. Yes. Bye. I'm ready for that one. All right. Bye. <laughs>